0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of The
1: Superview Show's Mixed Bang coming to you live once again from the J. Cave. I am joined, as always, and forever will be by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? He's back. Bill is back. Back, back again. Back again.
2: Back. I didn't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> there you go. Um, uh, what do you call it? And by, just a reminder. I think we
2: forgot to mention this last week,
1: but We be The Best Podcast. We be The this.
2: Best Podcast. Say that, DJ Khalid yeah you have the best music actually no he doesn't them his music kind of sucks
1: his music sucks but yeah
2: <laughs> but we have the best but we the, you the best music but we the best podcast
1: ain't that the truth hey, there, we the
2: best music. DJ no, they, they're not the best music they kind of suck actually no not kinda
1: they do <laughs> that's uh, him and justin bieber is just the worst oh god
2: uh, they, they're gonna sue us now aren't they
1: oh hopefully not
2: i can see the headlines dj khalid sues two random guys
1: all over the new york times website there we go
2: the next headline
1: random guys win (laughs) they win a million dollar (laughs) loss okay all right i'm sorry all right anyways we digress but tonight's topic bill what is tonight's
2: topic
3: well tonight's topic is a
2: bit of a heavy topic for you folks but um we're discussing the hardest movies to watch
1: yes so that means like emotional or
2: like just Just cringeworthy cringeworthy. yeah yeah it's crazy stuff just cringy and you know because when i was thinking of hardest movies to watch i was thinking movies that are emotional and movies that are just upsetting jt was thinking of cringy so you know what you got the best of both worlds
1: yes this, this is sammy, what happens
2: when two great minds when you put two great minds in a room together
1: yes yeah, we to think like and sammy hagar we love you because you got the best of both worlds baby
2: and this is why we this is why we do a podcast together
1: yes we do and this is why when i run for president jt will be my running mate yes i'll be his vp don't worry I and promise.
2: and dr hensley will be my campaign manager
1: there we um, go we're all set up no, all right, right, but anyway. for real though for real but right. for real i for do, real. do, do
2: do you want to start off tonight? you want me to? Start yeah, we'll go back and forth. Okay, my actually, you know what? You start.
1: Well, Bill and I had, before we went live tonight, we had a bit of a discussion about this movie. This movie turns twenty years old next year, and you, for those of you who know what I'm talking about, who understand this atrocity of a film that we that makes me so cringeworthy, tonight we're talking about The Room, ladies and gentlemen the
2: the 2003. 2003- JT I am Tommy we saw and this is my Tommy we saw. ah I'm
3: so funny
1: I can't believe you just did that
3: <laughs> I did not eat her it's not true it is bullshit. I did not eat her I did not I did not oh hi JT
1: oh my god and well, by the way, we're not talking about the, we're not talking about the disaster artist. We're talking about the room from night two thousand three, not nineteen ninety three, two thousand three. What am I talking about? Oh
2: god, Did, did Tommy was so hijack my apartment again, Hi- hijack my basement again.
1: Yes, Tommy was so hijacked your apartment, Bill.
2: Oh my god, him
3: and sideways hat frat boy guy. I don't know which one I hate more. Um.
4: Yeah.
1: That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> just okay, quite, I, a lot of questions. I, I, I pull disclosure, everyone. I saw this movie, like, I, I, sh- I shouldn't say I've seen the whole thing. I've seen a good two thirds of it, and I had, I had to turn it off. It was just, it, it's so, it, it is one of those movies where it's so bad, it's good. I can definitely see where that argument is made. But for me personally, I had the hardest time watching this movie just in general it's like oh you know it's one of those things you're just like you're listening to it and you're like you know it's called the room like is there another room like there's the room part two like i don't know like it's just it was kind of a cringe fest for me there was a lot of crazy like just a lot of questionable choices here and tommy was so basement or whatever a lot of just madness going on in the world but this movie is a really really cringe fest, cray cray movie if you have seen the room i'm proud of you because i couldn't even make it through it <laughs> but that's besides the point though what i am here to announce finally and i will say this i i'm saying this live on our show on our podcast on our stream Bill, are you? Oh, I, I think are we announced my presidential
2: campaign. Or are we announced? No, no, no! no. <laughs>
1: it's not your presidential campaign. Okay. I, okay. okay. I'm here to announce, live uh, right here, right now, that we will be doing a room commentary at some point next year to mark the to mark.
4: He's it's speaking. coming. We're
1: going to <laughs> <laughs> do the room commentary. You made-
2: maybe justin maybe we should get dr hensley if he's
1: interested we're gonna get a star-filled panel for all of you at home just to watch us watch this horrendous movie and we're going to discuss it um we're i'm announcing it now we're going to do a movie commentary for the room at some point next year to celebrate its 30th anniversary excuse me 20th anniversary from 2003 to 2023 it's going to happen at some point next year. I can't believe I'm saying that, and I'm agreeing into this already. But, yes, it's happening, Bill. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> what can we say
1: except you're welcome? As the creator and host of the Super Review Show, who's been doing this channel and this podcast now, and it, it, everything I do on here for over seven years since 2015, almost eight years, uh, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> it only took a and long I- time. And I, who have been on this channel for, I would say four years, because 2018, I started doing things with you, but yes, I didn't correct. really become official here until what, 2020, I think? Like
1: October of 2020, we started doing mixed bag together. We're like, all right, here we go.
2: Well, we started, we did also did some of those fundraising things in 2020, so. That's right. We did a, we did a halfway through li- a
1: lot, a halfway through 2020 live stream with you guys from Movie MovieHolics Productions. So there you yeah, go.
2: Yeah, so well, we're ba- I'm basically been part of this team for two years, so
1: yes and bill, anyway, is, the bill, room. Has become, bill has become my brother at this point it's it, it really the truth um but yes the room
2: what are you gonna say
3: <laughs> it's one of those movies
2: i know you hate me talking about this but
1: i, I we have a lot more to go but yeah
2: <laughs> it's one of those movies that's so bad it's actually entertaining to watch i it,
1: yes i see your
2: point <laughs> there is a thing there's there's the spectrum of bad movies the spectrum of bad movies is here's what there are the mediocre movies which are meh they're not good that no okay one there's the boring movies that's pretty self-explanatory which is basically the the movies that put you to sleep you know yeah that's pretty self-explanatory then you have the mediocre movies, which are the, well, it's a movie, it's not good, it's not bad, it exists. Um. Then you have the, then you have the so bad it's good, which are movies that are so shitty, but yet you can still be entertained by them. And yes, I, listen, and then you have the shit shows, the movies that are just so god awful. <laughs> They're terrible. Oh, we're going to get to some of those tonight, folks. Don't worry.
1: Oh, um, get ready. Buckle up, everyone.
2: But the this is a movie that, yes, I'm not going to sit here and pretend this movie is The Godfather or Citizen Kane. It's a shitty movie.
0: But you know what? I am entertained by it like when like when tommy was so has a
2: fit it's hilarious yeah when yeah (laughs) and just the the bad acting the bad you know the idea i and when tommy and mark are sitting down and then (laughs) and then mark goes talks about a girl he knows who was hit and then Tommy laughs you know that's supposed not supposed to be taken seriously mm. and it's a film that you know it's a film that you know is not a it's it's not supposed to be viewed as a masterpiece but yet people find it enjoyable but you know what JT that's
0: okay yeah i think that's okay what do you think I, I would say so i mean look all film is subjective there's a there are
1: i guarantee there's probably like a not a big group but there's probably a group of people who are like this is the greatest movie
2: ever you know what i mean and like, i understand you know, i am not going to sit here and act like it's the greatest movie ever like justin and i will quote it to each other but we do it because we find it entertaining not because we find it deep and
1: it's not shawshank redemption
2: <laughs> yeah we do it because we it's fun
1: yeah, exactly. So
2: you know what I mean? We do it because it's fun. And, and you fun know what seeds probably has the best acting in the movie. What's that? When Denny, that kid right there, when he's on the rooftop and it finds out he's doing drugs, and it's like and the guy's like, Where's my money, Denny? Um, I'll, I'll get it to you in about five minutes. I don't
3: know, Denny. And I'm like, this is probably the best acting in the whole film probably this is, the, this is the best acting in the whole film that guy
2: should get an Oscar <laughs> my... and then oh my god but then a lot of the things you just there are things in this movie that don't make sense like Lisa's mom going well I got the test results back I have breast cancer not that I'm making fun of breast cancer that's in the movie
3: do we hear him from that again? Of course we don't. Or the scene I just talked about, Denny's drug problem, I bought some drugs off him. And then and then Lisa's
0: mom is like ready to kill him. Lisa's mom is getting ready to kill him. And then she's like, and then he's like, she's like, somebody better do something. And- yeah. And it's it's bad.
4: Oh, it's bad. It's and, and bad. You know what,
0: Denny's drug problem is that mentioned again?
3: Go ahead. Don't be shy. Answer the question. Is that answered again? Is that brought up? Does Denny go get help? Does he? It's never mentioned again. Oh my god. And. <laughs>
2: So I could, but why do you say the room is hard to watch? Because me, I, I'll admit it's a bad movie, but I can have fun with it. I
1: See, m- I think on my mind is like when I, whenever I sit down to watch a movie, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this for what it is. It could be like a rom com, it could be a a, a comic book movie, it could be whatever. But when it comes to something like this, it just it just didn't hit me the way that I thought it would. I mean, maybe pre existing notions of like, oh, it, like this movie's terrible, whatever, blah blah blah. That kind of may have come into play. I'm not sure, you know. But when I was like watching, I was like, I just can't watch this. (laughs) It was entered for what it was worth. It was very entertaining. Don't get me wrong, like Bill said. But for me, I'm just like, oh, my God, what is happening?
3: RGT, why do you think my movie bad? I was going to send
1: you autographed poster of it. Hi, Tommy.
3: Hi. Oh, Hi.
1: (laughs) Oh. Why don't you
3: send me, why don't, why don't you like my movie? I was going to send you autograph poster.
1: I, <laughs> I'm not sure there, Tommy. I will say, I mean, it's, um.
2: He came back, didn't he?
1: Yes, Bill, he came back.
2: Damn it, Tommy,
3: stay away. And you, you know what I want to know? What the hell, where the hell is that accent?
1: Maybe it's just his own, like, developed accent, now.
3: Like he goes, or oh, I'm from France, or I'm from here. And where the hell is he? And, and you know what? Because before we move on, huge things thing that people don't know about Tommy Wiseau. They don't know where he's from, how old he is, or where he got the money to make the movie that's weird <laughs> nobody even knows how old he is
1: that's even oh god that's oh man sketchiness at its finest where,
2: where and nobody even knows where he is now he's hiding somewhere yeah but uh, um i don't know man but anyway but anyway the room yeah you have issues with it but i find it hysterical
1: I really have to rewatch it and just make it look like, make it look like a satire, basically. I have to rewatch it in that aspect of like it's gonna be a satire. It's basically the
2: satire of a satire.
1: Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, and before we move on, yes, we are. Yes, I finally got enough press and stuff and push and whatnot to say yes bill we are going to be doing a 2023 movie commentary celebrating the 20th anniversary of Wait. the room bill is you can't for those of you listening to us you can't see this but bill is smile on his face is grinning
2: <laughs> it's crazy justin dr hemsley we could use your help yes shout out to our good friends
4: yeah so anyway friends. and you may but be yeah. seen
2: some of our good friends next week we we won't tell you which ones, but we'll we'll explain at the end of the show.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll explain that towards the end.
2: Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, All right, it, that that was my
1: pick. That was my pick. Uh, what is your pick, my good man?
2: Okay, my okay. I'm gonna go on a little more emotional note here. Um, it's a movie called Million Dollar Baby.
1: I don't think I've even heard of this. Oh, I think like I have. No, no, I have. I have half. Sorry, I take it back. I have.
2: Okay. So what's the 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 plot of the movie is Maggie played by Hillary Swank who congratulations she's having her she's having she's having twins. So congratulations Miss Swank. We wish you the best. Um she is a female boxer who goes for the advice of Frankie played by of course Lenise Wood. Yes, Clint. And he and he um and he go and you know he turns her down a few times and then he finally accepts to be her trainer. And you know, she starts becoming a she starts becoming a um a, a sensation and then she goes on to fight for the championship. And this is when
0: and Okay, here's okay. a quick thing. He
2: he called he nicknames her Makushna.
4: Hmm.
2: Hold on to that for a second. It's gonna come back into relevance in a second, I promise. I got it it's right here. Makushna. JT, you're holding on to it. Good man. I'm holding on to it. Makushna, what do we got? You are a good guy. But anyway, the film is very
0: Makushna. Okay. So
2: Mackie goes to fight for the championship and she ends up getting just okay this is where the film starts becoming hard to watch Once she gets absolutely pummeled in the first round
4: mm.
2: and then um and then this and then the second round she gets basically destroyed and she ends up landing on a stool which ends up
0: making her paralyzed.
2: That's sad. I'm okay, I'm not going to lie, the last third of this movie is absolutely heartbreaking to watch. Um it's okay, I'm going to give spoilers JT, do you care? No, go ahead. Um there was a thing earlier in the movie when Molly when Makushna Molly played by Hillary Swank tells Frank tells Frankie about her dog named Axel. And saying that she was that they had to because Axel was suffering, they had to end his suffering. Mm,
4: okay.
2: And Maggie, who is now paralyzed, asks Frankie
0: to end her suffering.
2: and and you know this goes to the you know and and because throughout the film it's okay maggie what whatever her name is she she doesn't come from the best family they take advantage of her they're trying to now that her now that she's basically incapacitated they want her money and she tells them to kick rocks like in the – because I actually read – this was actually a short story, by the way. Mm. In the short story, Frankie, um, Clint Eastwood's character, he gets into a thing with um Maggie's brother, and Frankie ends up punching him in the face. Oh. But that did, didn't show that in the movie, and I wish they did because it's Clint Eastwood. Come on. It is Clint. I may disagree yeah. with Clint Eastwood on some things, but come on. God, that would have been awesome to watch but anyway he's struggling he's talking to his priest and goes you can't do it you can't end her suffering and then and then he goes and and you know like listen i know this is a big debate and this has a lot of moral religious and ethical connotations to it and listen regardless on what side of the debate you are on
0: I respect your opinion. I respect your opinion, and thank you. Good
2: night. God bless. Um. But anyway, he then decides he brings in some
0: chemical stuff, and and he um he puts it in her IV. And he says, Makushina goes, it means my darling, my daughter. And then, and
2: then um, Maggie dies. That's sad. I remember I watched this in a film class in college. Yeah. And I remember I was just, walking out of that walking out of that class watching that movie, I was just absolutely speechless. Not in a good way. I was
0: absolutely
2: oh my God. It's really hard to watch.
1: I can imagine. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it is.
2: It's a really hard film to watch and it's just And you know, it's really, you know, you basically watch someone wanting to end their suffering. And, you know, when this movie actually came out, there was a lot of controversy with that last with that scene. Mm, I didn't know that. There was a lot of controversy. A lot of, you know, religious organizations were saying, you know, no, we shouldn't show people wanting to end their lives. Every life is sacred right 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 and if you believe that you know that's your belief and i respect it Mm -hmm. but if but you know there were also disability advocates who were not happy about it because they were saying basically people's lives are basically useless if you're in a wheelchair and they basically that's sending a bad message but you know what that that's a debate for a whole nother video
4: yeah yeah absolutely
2: um but it's just a it's a tough movie to watch especially those last that last third and when he when he died and and also We get a narration from morgan freeman so something good is in this
0: gotta love morgan freeman
2: and and then we're wondering because then you know because there's like a whole story with frankie and his daughter and then like after frankie kill and then after frankie gives maggie the thing and he just disappears and morgan freeman goes Frankie never returned after that. Nobody knows where he is. You because know, there's this whole talk about that. Did Frankie maybe go reconcile with his daughter? Or maybe is Morgan Freeman's character writing this letter to Frankie's daughter? Nobody knows. It's one of those things you will never know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's the scene right there when she gets hit on the stool.
4: Oh,
0: that looks painful,
4: doesn't it? That does. Ugh. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So that's my pick, million dollar baby.
4: All
1: righty. Bill has chosen his pick. My first yeah. pick. His first pick. Sorry. My next pick is a little bit more on the comical side. Again, because when we when we when we when we decided to do this topic tonight um i think i was pretty vague about it but no 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 but, but it's, it's not it's not whether or not we were vague or not it's just like it's a topic where like you can go either way with it you can go very emotional or you can go very like it's just a stupid movie kind of thing you know what i mean and you know what i think it works
2: that we combine these ideas together
1: i agree i agree so on that note because both of us have different meanings of what we mean by hard to watch yeah like it's a hard like if someone says to you oh this is a hard movie to watch you could just say oh well what do you mean like and then you elaborate and say i can't watch it because this happens this happens this happens or i can't watch it because this happens this happens and then this happens You know, it depends on which way you look at it
0: you know what i mean it's a good topic for tonight um all righty you ready i'm ready batman and robin (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know we're, we're we're going from a very serious um topic with million dollar baby to a horrible movie called Batman and Robin. Um allow me first, please.
4: This movie <laughs> this
1: movie successfully killed the superhero movie franchise, a super genre in the eight from the eighties into the nineties, like from Superman the movie. Up until this movie, like comic book movies were thriving. Up until this movie, this movie—I've gone on this tangent before, but I'll just emphasize a couple points really quick. This movie killed a genre, and then it got resurrected with X Men in 2000, and Spider-Man two Spider-Man thousand and Spider Man two Spider Man two thousand two, and then auburn and so forth from there. This movie, though, the thing that the thing that if this was nineteen ninety seven, the thing that Spider Man three. And X-Men The Last Stand came out 10 years after this, which are still better movies than this. But this one was just awful. I mean, there's almost nothing redeemable about this movie, too. I, re, I I rewatched it, God, I want to say four, five years ago, maybe. Just don't know when I was like, let me just, I have it. Sadly, I have the four-disc Blu-ray, because they they just include them in there, whatever. Kind of like the Superman ones, like the Superman's 1 through 4, you know what I mean? And they had this one in there, and I was like, I rewatched. I was like, yeah, I would just watch it, whatever, right? So, I re-watched it, and sure enough, Bill, it was even worse than I thought.
3: Uh, <laughs> it was so-
2: uh, I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow.
1: <laughs> the fact that you had George Clooney as Batman, with a talented cast. A talented cast of George Clooney as Batman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who you got? Got him with though. You know he 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 really couldn't. He he was just in the cusp of getting really serious with acting and stuff like that. At the time, he was a big actor at the time too. Chris O'Donnell as Robin. I thought was a great casting choice. And Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Great casting. The movie sucked though. The movie was terrible. It was a terrible movie. Oh my god! It was awful. I almost I, I I purposely choose that this movie and, and the one I'm gonna talk about in my next pick don't exist. It's just and the, the whole the whole suit designs of like they just magically just switch bat suits at some point to like the, the from Escape from Poison Ivy's lair to stop Mr. Freeze or whatever. It was and all the weird lighting in it too. The neon lighting in it, the 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 so many questionable choices in this movie, so many just questionable things about this movie i can see why it's in stock on amazon and not on uh and not for se- it's 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 terrible i mean and they the, the sad part is is that warner brothers and dc still make money off the dvd sales because they just included in the box sets of it and it's like no it's terrible it's a terrible literally they gave robin a terrible logo instead of the r it's like a giant, it looks like, like Nightwing, basically. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, but like I said, you had great cats, you had a lot of talent in this movie, and the movie was off. Plus, your your plot doesn't make sense. Your plot does not make sense. JT, I but, have a question for you. Yes. What do the dinosaurs? The ice age. The ice age. Oh, uh, we should have done a movie commentary on this because it turned twenty-five this year.
2: Well, if we don't do it this year, we can always do it next year.
1: We could always shoot and then upload it on, on New Year's Day. All <laughs> oh, is quiet on New Year's
2: Day. Yes, but, sir. But anyway, this is a movie. Oh my god! I would put this in the "so bad it's good" comment. I would say it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like you know what? Here's the thing. And, and here's you need some context. After Batman Returns, the studio didn't like the dark direction because a lot of parent groups were complaining about how dark it was. So Burton yeah. and Keaton went bye bye, and in came Joel Schumacher, and that started with Batman Forever because they wanted something safe and marketable.
1: Which is on my list, by the way. I'll get to that in a little bit.
2: But um, yeah, you know what? I'll save my comments for Batman Return when uh, for Batman Forever when we get there.
0: But, right, what was that? I said, all right, fair enough. We'll go on.
2: But you know what, Batman and Robin—it's so. You know what? Here's the thing: if you watch it as a Batman movie, you're gonna be severely disappointed. Oh, absolutely. But if you watch this as a satire, it is comedy gold.
1: That's that's a fair point. I will
2: give you that. Like, if you watch it as a satire, it's it's hilarious. Like. Okay, like there's like different types of like comedic stuff here. Here you can at least, and, and like when we were talking about the room, like how there are bad movies. And trust me, there's gonna there's a bad movie I'm gonna get to, which I'm you're gonna have the pleasure of seeing me of seeing me have a stroke this evening. How oh, lovely God. is that? Oh God. Um. But anyway,
3: at least you can. But the the this and I would even put the room in this category. You can even you can
2: at least laugh at how bad these movies are.
1: Yeah. You can no, that's at least true.
2: laugh at them. How bad they are. But there are some movies that are so bad that you want to take a freaking sledgehammer and smack the TV you watched it on.
1: Yeah. I I will say though, I mean the, the actors did the best they could with the characters though. I mean George George Clooney Bruce Wayne was pretty good. I agree. I mean, but Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Mr. Freeze. Like, come on. We're going to freeze everyone up. It's going to be incredible. I've been holding them in for a while. Mr. Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. It's just, it's so, and the neon lights and the suits and the the action scenes. And it's, uh, it's just so cringeworthy.
2: At least you can give Joel Schumacher credit for this. least he apologized
1: yeah that's that's actually true at least he apologized
2: for it he said if anyone out there at least marginally liked batman forever i'm sorry and i take responsibility
0: like yeah good for him and you know what (laughs) i'm sorry i
2: have to Bane is so freaking stupid in this movie. Oh
1: my god, I forgot he was in there.
2: JT, burn Bane.
1: I literally forgot Bane looked like comic book Bane, but it came off so bad.
2: Okay. Or, of course, the scene that everybody talks about, though.
4: Which one?
0: How are you going to pay for that? Ding! Never leave the cave without it. Oh, you just reminded
1: me
2: of the bat credit card. In the words of Doug Walker, <laughs> if you watch Doug Walker, the nostalgic critic, he has this joke in his Batman and Robin review when he shows the bat credit card, he just goes nuts. Yeah, and that was a running gag for a while. And when he mm-hmm. goes to cons. He said, I can only do that one a con because I need to save my voice. And when I met him the the second time I met him, actually, um, I remember I went up to him, even though he actually did it at the con. He's I'm like, Doug, by the way, goes what that credit card.
0: And he goes, and he does this.
4: Oh my
0: God. Um, but.
2: Yeah, so but I can see why people would find this hard to watch because if you look at the Tim Burton Batman movies from the late eighties, early nineties and those were dark and
1: Yeah, well and which then, a lot of people prefer those, but yeah.
2: And then here it just went a different direction. You know, I know some people who I know some people who um who who actually like the Schumacher movies.
0: Oh my God.
2: And that's their personal opinion. If they like that, good for them. What, what do we always figure, say, JT? What, all film is subjective? Film is subjective. So
3: some people like that, some people don't. I just,
1: I don't know. It's just a lot of questionable choices right there, but okay. All I could
2: say is just, oh, all I could say is JT. God
1: oh, bless this movie,
2: because no one
3: else will.
2: Yeah, literally. Okay. So you have anything else to say about Batman and Robin? Other than that, it's
1: a terrible movie. If you want to watch it and get, you know, to have a nice alcoholic beverage with it, by all means go There's ahead. There's the
2: Batman Pick and Robin it. drinking game.
1: Yes, and drink responsibly. <laughs> Mind
2: you. No, because if we were to play this game, we'd probably be dead of alcohol poisoning. Probably. So Batman and Robin. God bless this movie. You know why? Why? Because no one else will. Exactly. So Okay. So are you ready for my pick? Yep.
1: Yeah. What do you got, Bill?
2: I got another tough one, JT. I'm sorry. Oh um, god. Okay. Have you ever heard of this movie? It's called American History X.
1: Actually, yeah, I have. I, I haven't seen it, but I I do know what you're talking about. American History X, right? X. With, with yes. Edward Nor- with Edward Norton? Not to me, I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. The movie itself, it's tough to watch, but there are
2: parts of it that can be a little bit uplifting, and you can get the premise of it. Okay. Okay. Edward Norton plays Danny, who is a neo Nazi Mm -hmm. who got arrested for killing and got sent to prison for killing two black men and and he was in prison and then and then at the end of the movie he gets out and and when he gets out he sees that his that his younger brother is going down the same path is going down the same path that he went down and he's terrified and you know what it shows that um what's so good about this movie is you know i i hate to get all sociological here but go ahead i you think know. what's so good about this movie is that they is the of what causes
0: of what Causes
2: um, Edward's, or what causes Edward Norton's issues, was his was his father because he was racist and was killed by a black man. And you know there is a quote by Nelson Mandela that I think sums that up perfectly, and it goes like this: No one is born hating another human being. Someone has to teach you to hate another human being. Hmm. But you know what? There's also this other part of the quote that says no one's born loving someone. You have to learn as much as you. Okay, I don't think that's the exact quote. But the fact is no one is born to hate. Someone has to teach you hate. Um, But then, you know, he gets out and he's trying to get his brother off that path and they show flashbacks to when he was in prison and he was in the skinhead gangs right and and you know how he was how they didn't like that he was dealing with other gangs of other racists of other races
0: And then he, um, oh, wait, no, no, Edward Norton's character is named Derek, not Danny.
2: Um, but then when they, um, when he starts, when he gets laundry room duty, when Edward Norton's character gets laundry room duty, he gets it with a black man Mm. and it takes time
0: but they start getting along with each other all right they start getting they start getting along with each other and
2: and then they start getting along with each other and then um and then they're and they become good friends and then when the gang is I don't think I should even describe this scene. It's there is a scene. I'm going to try to make this as vague as possible. Um, Take your time. There is a scene when the gang, when the neo-Nazi gang finds out that he's being buddies with a black guy. And they, uh, they do something to him
0: in the shower. It's like a psycho moment
2: i don't even want to describe it okay no, no that's right i haven't it's, seen the movie so they they do something in the shower to him um okay and and then he's visited by his mentor who is a believe it or not one of his mentors who's actually his principal who is a black man who at first he he loves because there's a flashback him saying like oh my god the guy's brilliant he's got two phds yeah and but he's got this neo-nazi mentor okay in cameron who's this older gentleman and you can tell that um and it, it's like he's it's like he's stuck between Cameron and Doctor, whatever his name is. And when he gets out of prison, when he sees that his brother is still in into this neo-Nazi stuff, and he's like, you know what? I got to get Danny off this path and get him on the right path. And
0: and he and and he
2: and when his brother sneaks out. To a party, which is, run, which is run by Cameron, there is this scene when they are, when Edward Norton's character and Cameron are just screaming at each other, and I, I love this scene when he's yelling at him and he's saying, and and when Cameron goes, "I want you to, I want you to be a new leader in my organization," and he goes, "No, I'm done." He goes i lost three years of my life because of your because of your bs and and i'm on to you, you snake and then he goes what are you talking about I Goes,
3: you prey on people you got the next crop all lined up for you to take the fall for you and he goes you know what and he goes i'm out and danny is
2: out too and if you and if you come and if you even come near my family i'm gonna rip your throat out. And so Edward Norton and his brother walk, well, first the brother is resistant, but then he tells him about the incident in the shower and then they walk home. And this scene is so powerful. They start taking all their neo-Nazi stuff down. Yeah. Which is a show that, you know what, we, we, we need to change. And then the next day, okay. The ending is really hard um the day before the car, danny edward norton's brother had an interaction with a with another student and that student's in the bathroom and he takes a gun out and shoots danny and kills him and and then edward norton finds out about it runs and is holding danny in his arms and it really shows you what that lifestyle does to someone absolutely and you know and like listen it's hard to watch this this movie is hard to watch but you know what I'm going to be honest I think this movie is very important to watch this is a very important film to watch because it really shows you how people get involved in these type of groups yeah. And I think that's actually very interesting. Um, How do people get involved in the if if anyone's like taking a psychology class or a sociology class, I highly recommend you give this movie a watch. Yeah. Like, no, there are scenes that are going to make you uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. There are scenes that are going to make you uncomfortable. But you know what? I think sometimes we need to feel uncomfortable. And we need to have discussions that people don't want to have. And I highly recommend this movie, and I highly recommend you give it a watch. But I there are scenes that again, that you might have to if you need to fast forward, I understand
1: understandable.
2: <laughs> yeah, so j t., you haven't seen the movie, but anything you've said after what I just told you or I mean you you made me
1: you made me want to watch it i have not seen it so i can't really comment on it but i based on what you're telling me this this is definitely one i should definitely check out one night you know
2: okay over to uh, you my turn yes
1: All right. i only have two more okay okay two more but it's funny bill mentioned some a key word just now he said the word uncomfortable comfortable and i'm not when it, when. It, and full disclosure, if you, if you don't, if you don't care about certain things, whatever, just hang out for a sec. This with what I'm about to, the movie I'm about to pick is nowhere, nowhere am I about to get political. I'm not about to get any sort of socially aware. I'm just telling you that this movie that I saw God, several, several years ago, maybe 10 years ago, but it still resonates with me and based on reading the book as well. And that's to kill a mockingbird there are some points in this movie in the movie sorry there are some points in this movie where you do feel uncomfortable especially in that courtroom scene with what's going on and i will and it's funny bill said bill said some stuff about like why you should watch american history x nowadays again i'm not gonna get political tonight it's not my job. That is a politician's job. And my job is to entertain you. And Bill's job is to entertain you. That is not well, our job to get political.
2: But you know what? We're, we we also can provide perspectives and inform the lovely folks who listen to us.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I will say the this 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 court scene, this one scene out of this whole movie. I mean, yes, the, the book and the movie itself of To Kill a Mockingbird is, excuse me, is very uh uh it's about boo radley and it's about like the the other the It's a boo Radley and an Atticus finch and all that stuff and yeah i understand all that but at the heart of it at the heart of it what makes this movie great and one of the best films of all time in my eyes is to kill a mockingbird's courtroom scene where
4: oh, scene.
1: It, it's a it's it, it truthfully it bill talked bill said this one bill said this at one point on the show it's made to make you feel uncomfortable and that's okay it's not meant to make you feel like well they just no no no, no. it's not meant to make. it's not the, the the courtroom scene in to kill a mockingbird is to not is not to make you feel like oh well like it's 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 designed the film is made the book is made to make you feel a certain way about certain things going on in the outside of the book of the movie. I mean, in, in the world as well, that's all I'm going to say as far as that goes, but this is a great example of move hard movies to watch. I truthfully bill. I
2: don't, I don't, I, I know I, you hate getting political here. No no, um, no, no,
1: no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting political. But what, what I'm saying is though, I when I'm not, I'm not getting political period, uh, what I will say about this court scene, though, the scene, though, in this movie, it made me teary eyed. It, it, it made the scene, the art, the movie made me go to tears a little bit because of what was going on in this scene in this movie. Uh, it was very emotional for me. It drove me to a, a different point of like, wow, movies can actually have that. Not not just not just movies of like today of the past 20, 25 years, a, a movie of any time period can move you. I mean, I would argue that I haven't seen it, but I mean, I would argue my my parents have seen it. But life is beautiful by with Roberto Benigni. That's a very powerful. Emo- the ending of it, they've told, I haven't seen it, but I, they told me that the ending will make you cry no matter what. I gotta I gotta do that on my own time, but yeah, but like oh, to kill a mockingbird, the movie. And the movie is made to made to make you think a little bit, made to make you feel a little bit differently. That it's its job. And if you don't like that, that's understandable. All film is subjective. All artists subjective. All books, movies, music, and television, whatever, right? And paintings too. But this, I feel like this is a good example. Of a movie that made me feel wow. This is what movies can do. And I really got that out of this movie, To Kill Him, or the, this To Kill a Mockingbird um the 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 movie from 1962 it just celebrated its uh 60th anniversary uh, i believe it's coming back in theaters no it was it was just in theaters back in november for a re-release i know that so um
2: yeah um may i chime in here um yes go ahead i agree Sorry. with you i agree with everything you just said Thank and, you.
1: I, I, by the way, I wasn't trying to hog anything. Forgive me, but go ahead.
2: <laughs> it's your channel. You can hog. You can hog all you want. Um,
1: all right, damn it. We're done tonight. No, I'm just kidding.
2: What was that? No, no, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. We're done. I quit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what was I saying? You were gonna oh, say yeah. how, how I, you agree with me. I agree with you on everything you just said, because what I would just say with American History X, I think we yes. need to feel uncomfortable when we talk about certain topics, and I think this movie is relevant to today's world yeah like what we've just been not again not getting political but what, what we've seen in the past couple of years with racial tensions i think that is i think that is a very important movie to watch i like, would argue i i would argue i i would argue you should watch
1: it now in 2022 or twenty twenty three, and then you'll get a perspective on things differently too yeah like uh, um
2: and I love that speech Atticus gives in the courtroom. Oh yeah. It was by the name of God, gentlemen, do your duty. And, but you know what, it really, um, but you know what? Cause there was, and I, I think I brought this up before JT, there was actually a, a school district. I don't know where that actually banned this book. That try to
0: ban this book. You, you know why? Tell
1: me that. you Why? Why? Because it made them uncomfortable.
2: Because it made them feel
1: uncomfortable.
2: Let me respond to that school district, if that's okay. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs>
3: that's the fucking point. Yeah, you're supposed it's... to feel uncomfortable while reading this. You're supposed to feel something. You're supposed to say, "Wow,
2: Tom Robinson's really getting treated like shit. We shouldn't treat people like that." You're supposed to learn something this is why i put such an importance on feeling uncomfortable during certain movies jt you know why you know why why because if you feel uncomfortable you know what it makes you think you know what i shouldn't do this i shouldn't treat other people like this
1: yeah i shouldn't yeah exactly
2: it and you know what it makes you aware of the world that you're in of the things that we've seen going going around with Eric Gardner and Michael Brown and George Floyd and Brianna Taylor. Like it's supposed to make you aware. It's supposed to get you out of your stupid bubble of ignorance and you know learn about the world. And learn about shit like this. And but everybody's like, no,
3: I, I don't want to feelings are bad. And I'm
1: sorry, that, that makes me angry. No, and, and rightfully so. I understand why.
3: That school district,
2: you, you just want these kids to be freaking morons. And mindless. And mindless and like, oh, we don't want to challenge you and make you
3: think. Because you know what, JT? You know what would be the worst thing about that? What? It a thing.
4: <laughs> exactly.
3: Isn't that awful?
4: Oh, it's awful. Yeah, totally right. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh no!
3: Yeah. But all jokes aside, but no, you're so. If you read something complicated, it it's supposed to help you
2: grow. It's supposed to help you grow as a person.
4: I agree.
0: And and
2: any school district that wants to not have their kids read this book because they want them to be in the bubble of ignorance. That's your problem. Absolutely. That is your problem. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: This has been TED Talks with Bill.
2: This one's free. Next one I have to start charging
1: yes uh bottom line of to kill a mockingbird
2: um
1: a great book great book don't get me wrong but the movie as well was amazing a mesmerizing film uh and, and yes they this year tw- we're getting close to the end of 2022 but 2022 marked 60 years of this movie being released and i if you have not seen to kill a mockingbird get on it now it's a really it's one of those movies where you can actually just like it's. It, it's it, outside of the courtroom case. It's actually got a really good story too, with with a uh, with uh, Boo Radley and and um, Atticus Finch's daughter uh, and stuff. Uh, you know, and, and um, it's it, it's a really, really great movie overall. I have, and Gregory Peck. My God, he one of the pillars of Hollywood legends right there. Um, as as Atticus, so just brilliant. Um, need I say more? I think we're good. I agree. All right. Cool. So all right, now it's over to you, my guy. That was my pick for it to come on. Okay,
2: I got two more picks, like you, like you do. This one, you got one more, right?
1: No, no, th- no this one, this was one of my two. This is one, and then I got one more. So you go, you, okay. me, then you.
2: Okay, the next one, another tough one here. Um, and this year, next year, this movie celebrates its 30th anniversary. Schindler's List.
1: You know it's funny. I was not going to put this on my list, but I, I actually agree with you on this one. Go ahead. go ahead. I, I was
2: going to bring it up, didn't you?
1: I, I I I I
2: didn't think I knew. I knew you were going to bring it up. But go on. Well, this is what happens when we when we've done this together so long. Yes, absolutely.
1: This is kind of as a swipe right or no.
2: <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be yelling about this better movie, but the Holocaust. So, uh... Yes, fair enough. But yes,
1: but Bill and I thought very long and hard on this one. Yep, but go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. Okay, Sh-
2: Schindler's Sh- List. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about this movie before, and here's the Cliff Notes version. It's about the life of Oscar Schindler, who is a factory owner who saved the who saved the lives of thousands of Jews during the Holocaust.
0: And and
2: one, I just have to say, this movie is long. Yeah. It's what three hours and what, ten minutes? three hours and 16 minutes long
1: hey avatar 2 is two, five minutes shorter i'm just going go on
2: okay now but no this movie is a long
0: film
4: yeah
2: um it is about the um like i said it's about schindler's jews and um you know, folks, this isn't the warm and fuzzy movie. Like this movie is going to really make you uncomfortable, and there are scenes that are hard to watch. Um, one of the scenes that is hard to watch is one of the scenes that is very hard to watch, in my opinion, is a movie when, uh, is a scene when um when Oscar Schindler is over in the next town, and he thinks it's snowing outside, but it's actually the ashes of the people they burn.
1: It's very sad
2: and also like that scene before that when they're rounding up the jews and they're taking them out of their homes and putting them in camps and they show that it is so hard to watch and it's just such a and and of course there is that um and I could go on and on forever and of why this movie is tough to watch. But of course, I've talked about this enough, but I think it needs to be mentioned. The the last 20 minutes, the movie is,
0: the, the war is over.
2: Oscar Schindler is worried that the allies are coming and they're going to arrest him. And all the Jews who are thankful that they saved his his life, their life, they make him a ring. You know what scene I'm talking about. They make him a ring. And right before they're about to leave, they give it to him. And they put in Hebrew, one man who saves one life saves the world entire. And he just starts breaking down. He starts just breaking down and crying, and he's like, "I could have done more. I could have. I could have sold this coat. I, I. I could have sold the ring. I. I. I could have done more." And
0: and they said, "You've done enough.
2: You've done enough." And they're walking out, and he puts on the prisoner outfit and drives away, and then they show the Jews being liberated by the soviet army and then finding new homes and then they show Emon Goff, who is the villain in this movie was a real person by the way they show what happened to him he got he got hung and you know what his last words were what's that his last words were "Hiya, hitler i'm like yeah how did that work out um <laughs> not that we're laughing at this movie but it's, no it, yeah, it is yeah. It's ironic. it's ironic Like, yeah, how did that work? Um, but then the scene that I literally I cannot watch this scene without
0: crying. They show
2: they show the actors who played Schindler's Jews and the real people. Mm. And they're walking by Oscar Schindler's group, the beautiful score by John Williams is playing. And they're putting stones on on the grave because in jewish custom that's like how we put flowers on the grave they put stones yeah and and then the last shot is liam neeson you don't see his face you just see him from the waist down he's putting a flower on oscar schindler's grave and then when it fades out it says in memory of the six million jews that adolf hitler murdered and this is a tough film to get through. It's long, it's emotionally draining. You know, I'm going to give you all advice here. If you don't think you can sit through this movie in one sitting, I understand. If you need to think you need to break it up, do it. You know, I just want to say about any of these movies if you don't think you can watch these movies, then we understand. Absolutely. That doesn't make you weak. That do- It means you know your limits. And if this movie is going to cause you emotional drainage, like I did say, you know, when I said when we talk about To Kill a Mockingbird, that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. But yeah. I also believe there's limits. I also believe there's limits. Like if any of these type of things are going to be damaging to your mental or emotional being, to, then shut it off and we understand
4: yeah that's been and, a, yeah go ahead bill
1: sorry
2: and what was so after this film was released and um steven spielberg won when he won best director i'm not gonna forget how he ended his speech he said and this is for the six million people who couldn't be watching this telecast tonight thank you and then when he won best picture got up and made his second speech, he said, do not leave the Holocaust as a historical footnote. Teach it in your schools. And that is, and that I 100% agree with. Like, it's a part of history that's going to make you, like any part of history is going to make you uncomfortable. And I think, you know, this movie is very hard to watch. It shows you that the horrors of it, but it also shows you that there were people who were willing to help and willing to. That they were Quote in another World War Two movie, Valkyrie, that not all of us were like the Nazis. Right. So please give this movie a watch. But like I said, if if it makes you really, then if if you can't watch it, you can't watch it. Of course. And we understand. All right, JT, what's your next one? All right, my last one, believe it or not, because then you have one more pick, right? I have one more pick. And the next one, remember how I said the, the next there was one that was going to get me like super, super angry?
1: That's the next one?
2: Oh, that's the next one, folks. Oh, God.
1: Well, just careful screaming into the mic there. Um,
2: Turn it down,
1: just in case. I uh, get to know. Um, my last pick of the night is a movie that actually came out around the same time. Actually, is To Kill a Mockingbird. Now that I think about it, but it it for some reason. It, it, one of the beautiful things about Alfred Hitchcock is his ability to was his ability to direct. his he, he takes simple things and make them really really scary and truthfully this was all joking aside well i could go one or the other but i'm gonna go with the more popular one here um one of his movies that he made was called um psycho psycho um the movie in 19 was it six, 1960 this movie I remember sitting in film class at the time, right? And I'm I'm sitting in film class and I'm like, all right, we're going to watch psycho for the first time. The way the shots are executed, the whole, whole, the whole Bates Motel, like the hotel scenes and stuff like that, honestly, it, you want to talk, I'm not, I'm not a really big horror guy. Unfortunately, I'm not a big Halloween guy or Nightmare on Elm Street guy. That's not really my, my style of horror. Um, But this but classic horror like stuff like this gets me all the time and I'll watch it because I enjoy it. But at the same time, it's like I get really scared or just it's hard to watch this movie because I've already seen it once or twice. But the fact that there's certain scenes in this movie where, like, the she's driving away and she just thinks that someone's following her, and really that it's death following her and whatnot, and in a, a car, but it looks like that. And there's a scene where, then it's a scene where she finally gets to the hotel, and it's like the 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 the, the uh, uh, Norman Bates, that's his name. Norman Bates checks her in, and this I, I don't know who plays this guy, but this actor, but um, but I, I forget the, the actor's name um but he is uh, listen the fact of watching movies from a certain time period especially the late 50s into the 60s that was a very interesting time period for filmmaking um but this this is a pivotal moment for a lot of that because it's hard for me to watch sometimes knowing that i'm eventually going to get to the shower scene i'm eventually going to get to that scene where it's like you know, and then eventually. I I know, that, but there's something that's really difficult for me to watch as the build up of this movie happens. Like the the because let's listen toward the end of the movie what towards the end of the movie. Excuse me, is that is that shower scene that uh that uh um what's the actress's name uh Janet Janet Lee? You know, she she's the one in the shower scene. And the fact that you you kind of follow this character, and it's it, it it is a scary psychological thing, but it's also hard for me personally. It's hard to watch something like that happen to a, a character who's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go away for the weekend, and then like whatever, and then she ends up dead. That that and that's scary, yes, but it's hard for someone like me to watch people get into harm. That's just how I am, so that's why I wanted to pick this movie because it I rewatched it. Um, I want to say for Cooks two during during the quarantine during during lockdown in 2020 and i i watched this again on my own time i was like i just gotta watch it again i gotta watch it one more time because i like like, like like you you know when you 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 know you have a fix for something when you want to watch when you have a craving to watch or listen to something you know what i'm talking about but like i i, I like every once in a while i'm like i like i got to listen to um chicago you know i i i I have that craving in my mouth almost like i gotta hear it or gotta watch it and i i I had that moment i said i gotta watch psycho so i watched and i was like oh my god i forgot how brilliant the buildup of this movie is and it's really it's really difficult to watch janet lee's character go through what she went through it's 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 very difficult for someone like me to watch. I, 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 this might sound like a weird pick, but it, it's for me personally, it's it's hard to watch this movie. Bill do you have any comments for this or no?
2: Um I, okay. Let the hate begin. I've never watched it,
1: okay. It's okay. second movie commentary coming soon. I'm just kidding
2: um, oh, I, I'd no. watch it. I'd watch it. but um, I will say yeah. the famous shower scene, yeah. um, a friend what? of mine, his father said he knew someone who got a clear shower curtain so he could see who was coming in the shower because he was terrified of taking a shower after this movie. Um, I'm sure. I, I'm sure. As you should be. I mean, if, if let's face it. so Just as a certain movie shut down a recreational activity, and JT's father will never let me forget that.
1: Yes, um, my dad will forever get you on that. The Jaws. It was a Jaws shut down swimming, ladies and gentlemen. This is the truth.
2: This, a lot of people probably smell because probably, they probably didn't want to take showers after they watched this movie.
1: Probably, truthfully. But yeah, I mean i mean that shower scene after she dies i mean spoilers for that movie i mean just saying but <laughs> but after the after janet lee dies in the movie uh she actually um you could kind of see how the um oh god it? you could see the life exiting her eyes in that one shot there i think that that was brilliant truthfully and Hitchcock was a if you if if you're a young filmmaker out there listening to us and you don't know who Alfred Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock is get on it his, get on it and study his work he is one of the goats he is up there with Spielberg and Kubrick and Scorsese and you name it so yeah he's he's up there for sure um, I'm a big Hitchcock fan too so um, but yeah Psycho is my last pick of the evening Bill what do you got Bill what, what's your last pick of the night
2: okay. Are you ready?
1: I'm slightly scared. What is it?
2: (laughs) Okay. You know, in the beginning of this podcast, I explained the spectrum of bad movies. The mediocre movies, the Sporin movies, the so bad it's good, and then there's the straight-up crap shows. This is a movie, like the other bad movies that we discussed, like Batman and Robin in the Room, those are movies I can laugh at how bad they are. Right. This is a movie that deeply, deeply offends me of how bad it
0: is. It is a movie called Music. It was made in 2021. See Sia. Okay. Prepared for me to go into rage mode. This is a movie
2: that is just straight calling this movie offensive is being too kind.
3: This movie shouldn't be seen by human eyes. This Film is about
0: a girl named Music who is autistic. And after Music's grandmother dies, they she goes into the custody of her half-sister, who is a drug dealer. And the way they portray music as an autistic person is absolutely disgusting.
2: And the thing is, Maddie is, she, music is portrayed by Maddie Ziegler, who is not autistic. And she said, she even said, cause Sia uh, who directed this, Sia, I think is Maddie's goddaughter, Maddie is Sia's goddaughter. And she said she would feel uncomfortable doing this. She goes, Oh, it's okay. And like, listen, th- we could have a whole discussion about do I think it's okay for neurotypical actors to play autistic people. Um, here's the short version of that conversation. Um, you know, maybe we'll we'll have a bigger conversation about this. Maybe we'll have a bigger conversation about this in April for Autism Acceptance Month, so you know that should be an interesting video. What do you think? Um,
1: I'm all for it. Go ahead.
2: But the short version is because you know a lot of people know that I love the show The Good Doctor, and you know, go wait a minute, Bill. How can you be mad when Maddie Ziegler, who a neurotypical person, is playing someone autistic, but you're totally okay with Freddie Highmore, who is an also neurotypical who's playing an autistic doctor and I've said this before and I will say it again to the cows come home JT are the cows home yet
4: not yet Go ahead.
2: as long as they play it with dignity I don't care as long as they play with dignity I don't care if because Freddie Highmore doesn't play Sean in the good doctor as a parody
0: like like, Maddie Ziegler plays music as a parody of someone with autism. And it is just
2: downright disgusting. And, and, and see, I said, well, I heard someone autistic who was going to play Maddie Z, who was going to play music, but she couldn't handle it. So I got Maddie Ziegler and said, shut up. Oh, it gets even worse. And there is a scene. I don't know if I can even get through talking about this scene, but I'm going to do it for you, lovely folks, because
0: I love you guys. There is a scene when this guy, the gentleman right here, who has been helping who has been helping the sister take care of music and basically
2: shows her how to restrain her shows and that means you know I'm not gonna say this calmly
0: shows her holding her on the ground
3: in practices that have been deemed inappropriate years ago. And if you talk to any expert, no, no, not just any expert. If you talk to any human being, I'll tell you that is not just inappropriate. That is wrong. That is wrong. And you shouldn't treat people
0: like that. And it is.
2: I'm sorry if I'm getting emotional here. I'm sorry. But no, no, I'm not sorry, actually, because as a person who is on the spectrum, this movie offends me. It makes.
3: This film is just disgusting. and. Showing how they restrained someone like that, and then he's showing her how to do, first he does it to her, and then he's showing the sister how to do it.
0: Please tell me
3: how that's okay, somebody tell me why that's okay. You know, no, anyone who thinks that, anyone who says in the chapter they think that's okay, I will rip your ass a new one. And JT, I'm sorry, I know you don't like to watch view. I know you don't like to lose viewers. But if somebody in that chat says that's okay, do us a favor and unsubscribe.
2: I'm sorry, JT. I know you don't like losing viewers, but.
1: Bill, your health is more important than that to me.
2: Because knowing that I that someone who approves of things like that is watching this channel makes me want to throw up. The thought of that makes me want to throw up. And I know probably none of you do, because you're all good people, but this, and you know what's
3: even worse about this? Okay, after this movie came out, JT, in a just insane universe, if somebody was, if somebody was getting flack
2: about this, a movie like this how do you think JT because you're a smart guy how do you think in a a just insane universe people would react
1: I think they'd be rioting
2: no if the how do you think the director would react if his movie if his or her movie caught
4: flack
1: Uh, I think they'd be upset I I feel like if I was the director of a movie like that I'd want to take full responsibility for it and then correct my actions after, after the fact, you know,
2: ask me if Sia did that.
0: Tell me, Bill, did Sia do that?
3: not. <laughs> you know what she did? She what put did she out make? a statement. No, no, she was playing the victim. She was like, Oh, at first when the movie caught
2: controversy, she got so much flack. She refused to take responsibility. Like she would say, "Hey, I put special needs people in this movie, but I didn't p- portray them as drug dealers and prostitutes. I portrayed them as doctors and actors and singers." Oh, well done, well done, Sia. Good job, good job. You want a pat on the head, Sia? Well done. Good for you. you a sticker. You didn't portray autistic people as total assholes. Well done well done good job no that's a low bar that is a low bar i don't get offended by many things i really don't i don't get offended by a lot of things but this is a movie that downright offends me
0: and i just To anyone who,
2: I just the way she that artistic people are portrayed in this movie. The way they show on how to take care of them. The restraint scene. Seriously, like
3: how 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 can people get away with portraying other people like this How, for the love of god for the love of all things that are good and holy
0: How?
2: and this movie like i've only i haven't sat through the whole thing i've watched like a review where they show the, the movie like you know when they're doing like a commentary like this movie shouldn't be seen by anyone who considers himself human like
0: see ya stop making movies you tried you failed now move on don't make another movie
2: i'm sorry i'm sorry actually no i'm not sorry I, even though I just went on a big rant, JT, I, I literally have nothing else to say about this movie. I, I really have nothing else to say.
1: No, it's, uh, you, you raise valid points, you raise valid ideologies, and you have a reason to be angry. There's nothing
2: and, wrong with that. And listen, I don't care if you're autistic or not. If you're human, this movie should make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And. And... Yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about this. Well done. That's a good way to end this, isn't
1: it? I'm proud of you. Don't worry.
2: Thank you.
1: So, um, but that that's it, right? We don't have any more to talk about? I have nothing more to talk about. All righty. Well, listen, everyone. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in tonight and watched us live. Um, I want to thank. Bill Murphy for doing this show to begin with me. Uh, I, I, listen, uh, tonight was a bit of an emotional roller coaster, for, for, for some extent for us. But I want to I want to actually thank Bill for actually doing it all the time with me and plowing through and being determined and always being there. For, thank you and willing to bring up topics that might not be popular but are right for the moment. I appreciate him for
2: that. Again, thank you, JT. And I know you had to listen to me rant, but Thank you for putting up with it but anyway but we yeah. do want to say you know going on let's go on a lighter note for a second um
1: yes what do you got
2: don't forget to tune in next week because jt what's next week
1: oh so yes
2: next week is our
1: full disclosure i've been so busy lately and i want to give prompts to bill bill has been my saving grace next week we're doing our christmas winter bra- uh, bracket we're going to
2: have i believe we're going to have Justin and Allie back on for the the evening right we will we'll see um i think okay. Allie said she'd be interested um let okay. me talk to Justin um yeah so that's going to be our christmas special we're going to have Justin and Allie he, we might have Justin and Allie here um yep if if you remember what um we did back in June, what we did with the summer movies, we we're gonna do the same thing but with Christmas movies because
1: yeah, like Christmas specials. He he's got yeah. it all planned out. Well, I, I'm, I'm
2: still not. working on one category. Let let me tell you, folks, this bracket is not easy to make. And no. when we do this next week, some relationships might be tested. And will I have JT's father reminding, making me any notes about any movies like he will ne- not make me forget about Jaws?
1: Uh, maybe. You never know. I, my, my dad might watch us tomorrow, next week. Who knows? We'll have to wait and
3: see if... Remember? We'll see. Bill! Jaws shut down a whole summer activity!
1: <laughs> it, it is true. Jaws did do that, though. You, you can't deny that.
3: So. It shut down an activity known as swimming!
1: Yes, which I miss right now. But uh, that's besides the, the point, though. But yeah, so next week is our Christmas movie bracket. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a full on, you know, where we're gonna put this one, where we're gonna put that one. It's kind of like March Madness, but in one show, and we're gonna do one show with a Christmas movie bracket. So please
2: tune in for that next Wednesday. It's March Madness
3: in December.
1: It's December Christmas Madness. <laughs> you know
2: what? For next year, we should actually do a March Madness bracket. You know, actually in March.
1: And yeah, for what comic movies?
2: Well, we'll discuss that. We'll figure that out another time. It's only December. We got three months to talk about it. Um, Plenty of time to talk about that. Oh, Um, yeah. That's what we we got. So tune in next week if you were kind of drained by the emotional of this one. Don't worry. It's Christmas next week. So we we have something holly jolly for you. Don't worry. And
1: and remember when Christmas this year is on a Sunday. Well, Christmas is on a Saturday. So it makes your weekend even better.
2: (laughs) How about that? And most people have Monday off.
1: Yes, I have Monday off. Thank goodness.
2: Isn't that great?
1: Yes, it's a blessing, Bill. It's a blessing. But yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah, so we but tune in next week for our Christmas br- Christmas bracket. We want to thank you for watching and listening and enjoying our show tonight. And if you've liked what you've seen or heard here, subscribe to us on YouTube simply at the superview show. Follow us on our social media account simply at the superview show. And if you haven't already, follow us on podcast format as well. We do this every Wednesday night, uh live on YouTube, and then we upload it to Spotify podcast the following day. Um, oh, again kudos to bill this is a good topic that we, we've had this sitting on the back burner for a little while and i'm glad we did this one so yeah thank you bill
2: no problem so right. uh, we will see you next week
1: yeah but for all of us here so stay safe take care and be awesome
2: be awesome good
1: night and, do, and don't forget to check out the sports
2: insanity network and the sports insanity podcast and don't forget to check us out thursday tomorrow night for thursday night gridiron
1: yes I've always said they do such a great job over there. So they're some of the best sports guys out
0: there that I've heard of. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyways, guys, thanks, thanks so much for watching. Stay safe. Take care.